0: To another edition of the Mancunian Candidates himself, Paul Ripley and
1: Mike Royce. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. Um, uh, Slightly the, sarcastic.
0: Yeah, on the day we had record number of deaths. I mean, how do we celebrate Christmas? It's hard to I don't know, it's hard to even talk about at the moment.
1: And here it's, we are on our small, small island. Yeah. Literally an island. Yeah, yeah. It turns out.
0: So, where do we begin? We've got a packed show for you t- tonight. Uh, we are pre-recording this show. We're not doing it live. Actually, it is live, but most people know it's a pre-record. Um, because we thought, you know, Christmas Eve, no. Let's, let's have a drink of wine, whiskey, something. mate
1: yeah absolutely no it makes sense i mean we might we thought we might as well do we didn't want to miss doing one so it makes sense that we do one uh day early and then everyone can just chill out and you've got all christmas to watch it i'm sure there'll be some excerpts from it up as well and you know we then we have a little break don't we
0: we do a short break uh between christmas and new year and we were back in the new year this show has been going six weeks, that's all. Uh, I would like to thank every single one of you who's watched it, and told people about it, who's, who's subscribed or even not subscribed. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, in the next few months, we shall be gaining momentum even more and putting on even better shows as we go along. I mean, we're kind of new to this. We're, we're a podcast, really. It's just a podcast. It's evolved, it's, it's evolved, evolved from a podcast. Po- podcast. It's a super strain of podcasts. Basically. But we are ups and downs during the show. Uh, and uh, I'd like to, well, I've got a message really for Mike. Uh, and it's not it comes from me, but me dad. Chris, have you got that little video, that little clip for Mike to watch?
2: Hey Mike, this is Paul's dad. You're putting on a great show. It's chaotic, but it's okay. Uh, I'd like to say you're not Billy Copley And you're definitely not Gordon Ramsay. So I think you should cut out the swearing and concentrate on what you do best, which is putting on a good show. And by the way, last week, uh, I, I had my first COVID injection jab. It was painless, harmless... And not like those nutters out there are saying about it. And by the way, you, Mike, and Paul, I'd like to wish you all and all those involved in this programme a very Merry Christmas. Whee!
1: That's lovely, that. So that's to you.
0: Yeah, I know. I hope you
1: take that on board. I do, I do
0: take Uh, it on board. The complaints from my father about your swearing and general lack of uh, respect for your co-host uh was quite amazing yeah
1: like, i i it cuts both ways that one lack of respect um my god We're, before though you uh, you didn't give the figures out we just hit hundred and twenty thousand views yeah Hundred and twenty thousand views uh it's a lot of people with too much free time it was me. Yeah,
0: well, that's true. But we've got a, a big thank you as well to uh, all the other
1: candidates out there. Uh, do you want to name them? I do. Um, obviously, we've got uh, to Tom Anderson, who's been driving me crazy, but I wouldn't have him any other way. Yeah. Uh, for since the very, be- pretty much the beginning of the show, he's been with us that long now that I think Stockholm Syndrome's kicked in. Now I think we we all respect each other, although our views are massively different. And um, Joe from Queens. yeah, And Raina. Raina. Was a new, new new, addition who joined us on the first ever episode of the, of the show and was fantastic. The knowledge was uh, beyond belief. It really Hopefully elevated that. She's
0: show. back as well next year. Yeah. And don't forget Eddie over in now. And of course. The wonderful Eddie who will join us. So there's a lot of thanks. And, uh, and again, thank you. And I, we can't say Merry Christmas, I suppose, because it sounds rubbish. Uh, but Merry Christmas.
1: Well, it was it was okay until the events of this weekend, really. I mean, I, I wouldn't yeah. have said it was going to be a great Christmas. It was, uh, I we've made no, we've not dodged the bullet on this one every single week we've been banging on about the fact that we should have just all accepted that Christmas was going to be a very private close affair where you're just going to be in your house with whoever's there that's how it should be the relaxing of social distancing we thought was i think i'm speaking for you as well we thought it's madness to to do that especially when the vaccines are going to be all put out in january and february when you want all the healthcare staff available freed up to do that and start fixing this problem that we've got and yeah, we, we hit it. We'll get into it later on in the show, the, um, the actual chaos that's been caused. We've got, we're going to do our final segment on the show all about that, all about Boris. And I think anybody who voted for him and thought, well, he might. I didn't trust Jeremy Corbyn. Maybe he might turn out to be OK. Um, I, think, I think everybody's having a really deep think now about the choices they made at the last election.
0: Um, And also, the ongoing nonsense regarding uh, the anti-vaxxers who are out in strength again uh, this weekend, just gone by here in Manchester, less numbers. But it hit me the other day, salted caramel. It's nice,
1: but what's the relevance? But
0: you've never heard of salted caramel a couple of years back, and suddenly you hear about these chefs doing salted caramel. Right. And salted caramel now you can't turn you can't in the supermarket you can't turn anywhere without salted caramel being on what is oh, on the you, cakes you, you... Uh, uh, and on everything's Everything salted caramel I'd, i'm lost for words and it reminds you of this is it's just salt on caramel and that's oh all
1: you managed is. to figure that yeah, out that's, did that's you? all it is yeah. and it's a big did thing you get, get a science team and, and,
0: and no 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 but it used to be around it used to be, first of all, chef's using it. Then it went bigger and bigger, uh-huh. and then it's everywhere. And it's like, in my mind, that the conspiracy world, a few people are doing it, you know, a bit I'm salt glad we got here. somewhere with this.
1: Was... Well, it's, it's
0: it's just my mind thinking. A few people are talking, excuse me, a few people talking about it, uh, and um, suddenly it's everywhere, and everybody's talking about, you know, the, the bots that talk about going up your arms and, and all the rest of it. Salt caramel. And two things about salt caramel. Caramel. It's bad for you. Mm-hmm. And Salt's bad for you. Your blood pressure.
1: But so yeah. You don't have to so, have it
0: though, do you? Well, you, you can't you know, move for it. You, what do you mean? You, you can't you've got Christmas for cake with salted caramel. What the hell? Are you exactly. it reminds you of the nutters around?
1: the my dad talks about. I, I'm lost for words. No, I mean, I no. Oh, don't get me wrong. There's a, there's a dark milk chocolate that Dairy do now called Dark Milk, and they've got about bits of they've got bits of salted caramel in it. Oh, there you go. They have to so That is it. a new thing. There you yeah. go. I like it. It's nice. Well, it's good. Bad for you. Well, of course, it's in, a, in a chocolate bar. Soft chocolate. That's not. Chocolate that's not a health farm, is it? Let's move on. Oh my word! Right. Um, as we've been following the election since uh, our show started we've been waiting every week for that one week when finally the right wing turn around and go yes president biden the administration starts on the 20th of january let's all upset what's happened and uh, and move on and we've got a clip that maybe shows that we're still seeming not that much closer to getting to that point
3: They stole it. They're thieves. In my opinion, they stole it. They're thieves. And it is very, very obvious, okay? No way that sick, lame, and lazy Joe Biden got more votes than any candidate in human history. 80 million? That Joe Biden, who can't handle his own dog in his living room, beat a -a once-in-a-thousand-year political force, Donald Trump? No, I don't accept it. Uh, We've been presenting you the evidence over the past several weeks. You've seen it. The mainstream media, they refuse to recognize it before they even look. They say it's been debunked. They say it's been unverified, whether it's Antrim County, the affidavits, or the evidence and the concerns expressed by Jimmy Carter 15 years ago that widespread mail-in voting could lead to big, big problems they refuse to recognize it because well we know they're biased more than biased, most of them really really hate donald trump and they don't want to talk about the weird spikes in the middle of the night they don't want to talk about how a law in pennsylvania was obviously obviously unconstitutional i can understand it they can understand it the supreme court can understand it but we're surrounded by too many people who have no courage. State legislators, people in the media, lawyers, everybody just kind of wants to get on with it, get back to business as usual. I don't know how this thing is going to be resolved, but I have a very strong conviction still that somehow, in some way, Donald Trump will ultimately prevail. Ultimately, he will. The more I look at these two, especially Joe, It seems very very unnatural there's something just wrong about this but for now they're going through the motions okay they're calling him president-elect even though he's not even though according to the constitution he definitely is not
1: they're going through the motions
0: going through the motions going through
1: the motions they say but you see it cuts both ways this because they've done that when they got rid of the filibuster for the supreme court justice so uh now you could they've got to realize that they're going to be on the receiving end of this i mean what happens next time around what if the democrats decide uh to there's a republican wins next time and the Democrats pull this one and start to wind everything out and wreck the incoming administration from doing its job for a few months because they slow everything down they're going to they can be on the receiving end of everything they 're dishing out right now and and next time they want to try to block. Um, a Supreme Court just disappointment. they're not going to be able to do it because they got rid of the filibuster they're all going to they're going to be dealing with their, they're going to have a taste of their own medicine if they're not careful here's a question for you then is
0: democracy and I've asked this question to you before is democracy in the United States over with because you know this is set something mm. in stone, hasn't it? That every party will challenge it.
1: Well, I, I, uh, I think that it's... it's d- d- the problem you've got here is you've got a Republican Party that's out of control because of one man. One man has gone in and it just goes to show that one guy, and he's not a bright guy either, it's not like he's some mastermind. It's an experiment, is it? Yeah, and he's managed to go in, completely mutate the party of Lincoln Which, even if you didn't agree with the party on its politics, which I certainly didn't, I I still saw that it was a legitimate, long-standing arm of political theory. You know, you can be on that side, it's got its legitimate plus points it's got a lot of negative points um, but he's managed to completely wreck that but party. the question
0: to you though is it over with is it time for a distant Don't, system
1: no uh, what you've got here is you've can got can they split back no you, you've got if he'd have got another four years it would have been over this would have been over. You wouldn't have been able to pull this back at that point because he would have gone crazy if he'd have got four years. Look at what he's done in the four years leading up to this and he knew he had to get re-elected. So he had to be, to a certain degree, careful. This is him being careful what he's done the last four years. This He would have gone crazy if he'd have got in. I think, this is, I think that this has put back democracy in America by a decade. It could be longer than that. I think you can get back to what... I think people will be scared of ever going down this route again. But I'll say this, if he does actually find a general that's willing to go along with some of this, this could be a really serious situation. People are downplaying this because they don't think he's going to find a general that will go into those states, take the army in, and overturn the result of this election. Sure
0: that can happen.
1: Well, I, I don't believe it can happen, but he's trying. And that alone is is a terrifying form. Um, I mean, we 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 can deal with uh, some of that later. I mean, he's he's already started on a path. Uh, Donald Trump has actually said and and offered for loyalty pardons left right and centre as you yeah. well know yeah. and what we ended up with uh, entering the weekend before we even got to the, the fact that he he held a meeting in the White House to try to orchestrate a coup a military coup is um, he started to dish out a load of pardons and um, we can have a look at that now
4: I mentioned at the top of the show that Chris Collins, one of the convicted, corrupt members of Congress, who was pardoned by President Trump tonight, was the first sitting member of Congress to endorse Donald Trump in 2016. That is true. You want to know who the second sitting member of Congress was to endorse Donald Trump in 2016? It was Congressman Duncan Hunter, who is one of the other corrupt, convicted Republican congressmen who got a pardon tonight from Donald Trump. Shocking, but uh, admirably consistent. Joining us now is NBC News presidential historian Michael Beschloss. Michael, I've been dying to talk to you since this news broke. Thank you so much may, for may making Me too, Rachel. Can't wait. So a lot of pardons have followed presidents out of office like toilet paper stuck to their shoe. There have been a lot of controversial presidential pardons, particularly around Christmas time and New Year's, right, right when they're leaving. Um, has there ever been this sort of a plethora, though, of all of these pardons all at once, all of people who are connected to the president's political fortunes or to covering up a scandal uh, at which he's at the center? Well, nothing quite
5: like this. Clinton pardon, Mark Rich. Uh, George H.W. Bush pardoned Casper Weinberger and five others involved in Iran-Contra Christmas Eve of 1992. Guess who his attorney general was? Bill Barr. The same one as we've got now, at least for a few more hours. But the point is that the founders really let us down. They had this pardon power. The idea was that a president would give pardons to people for reasons of mercy or maybe to correct a mistake in the judicial process. What they didn't protect us against was something that one delegate to the Constitutional Convention, George Mason, worried about, which was, what if you've got a president to who pardons people who may be involved in crimes that the president is involved in? Well, look what we have tonight. We've got at least two people who were perhaps involved in Russian interference in the 2016 election who shut their mouths, lied to the government, and they've got pardons tonight. And you've also got pardons, just as you just said, for political corruption or for more people involved with Blackwater, a company led by the brother of the secretary of education, Betsy DeVos. So what they were assuming the founders did was that the way to solve all this is elect only good people as president. They never imagined that we would have a president elected who was anything as immoral, amoral and selfish as Donald Trump
0: amoral and selfish
1: amoral and selfish perfect description um, perfect description I mean, I mean so what's, get, what's Boris? but he's in, inept. inept
5: he's just inept
1: I don't I don't think he's Is I never bought the clown act like I never bought yeah. Trump's clown act I yeah. think there's quite a nasty underbelly to this and and there's a lot more cynicism than you you'd imagine but I do think that Boris is, is inept I do, I, he's in a job that he he was relying on Dominic Cummings and he not got he was it than and, and we're well. seeing and seeing it. Well, there's another thing. Yeah. There, he misread that situation. A lot of people thought that Trump was going to win, and the, that's the problem. That's the problem.
0: So you can be president now. It going forward, uh, do all sorts of. Things you shouldn't do and then just pardon everyone well okay it's a fresh clean slate to get going again
1: well this is the thing that a lot of people are are talking about with um, him going oh well he wouldn't dare pardon himself he wouldn't dare pardon himself it'd be so outrageous Mm. and now the law on this is unclear because that presidential pardon it certainly doesn't say in the Constitution that you can't do it now it's never got to the Supreme Court it's never been tested it could be That it's legal for a president to pardon himself but i think if it got to the supreme court they would look at the constitution and go what was the nature of this it can't possibly have been the intention of the founding fathers to allow a dishonest leader to exonerate himself of crimes while in office i don't i don't think it would stand up but he would have a go at it now here's the thing that i've been i've mentioned on this show before that people don't seem to realize he doesn't have to announce that he's pardoned himself he can write that pardon literally on the 19th of january and stick it in his pocket he can write pardons for his entire family and he only will only come to light if any of them are charged with a federal offense but i will say this there is no way out of him for this new york tax uh, case that's no. That's brewing he no. he cannot pardon himself from that it's no. he, it's if people don't realize what happens with a president is he's immune on the federal level for prosecution he can pardon himself for any crime whatsoever and and anybody he wants, but you can't pardon you can't write a pardon for a state crime that's being prosecuted by a state, not the government so he's not out of the woods and believe me the people in new york he has upset everybody in new york he's turned that into a poison realm considering that was his stomping ground that was that he was the mr new york he, he built trump tower there like a massive penis erect in the middle of the city just uh you know he he, he is literally a lex Luthor type supervillain. you know in four um, years'
0: time, it's a question for you: Who will be coming forward for election? Will it be Donald trying to get past the GOP, or will it be Ivanka?
1: It won't be either of them. It won't. No, it'll be I'm a member saying. of the. It'll be a member of the of the GOP. Uh, it'll be a member of the Republican Party. But it will. But he will be trying to do something. He will run an alternative well, t- candidate.
0: Do you think? I think he's got two hundred million already yeah. to spend. I think his daughter will be up there.
1: No, you forgetting the legal fees you're forgetting the legal fees she's been she is involved in that tax case she's involved yeah, in that point. tax case yeah. and, and a, either yeah. her or Trump or a, most of the family the only person that isn't involved in, in all those state cases that, that threaten to put them all in prison is Eric Trump that's the only person who's not who's managed somehow i think more by luck than judgment to avoid being dragged down with it i mean these pardons it's a funny thing because we don't um, have such a thing here you can you can quash a <laughs> prosecution you can uh, exonerate people afterwards but you don't have this get out of jail free card and i think it's a it's a massive um It's a massive problem for me, the pardon. It always has been. I mean, when when Gerald Ford pardoned Richard Nixon, people went along with it because they didn't want that image of a United United States States. president in a prison cell because it admits that everybody got it wrong. It means that the people who voted got it wrong, the people got it wrong, the government got it wrong, everyone got it wrong if their president is sat in a prison cell.
0: But the, the point here about government, about popular governments, popular leaders, which we are sort of missing, and we have touched on it in the past on the podcast, but we've talked about it, in fact, many years ago, about the rise of the right across Europe, and it has been a huge rise across yeah, Europe as yes, well. Yeah, yeah, scary. And it's shown that in America, of all places, America where you thought it was right-wing anyway, it can go even further and go towards that dictatorship, which it would be if it carried on, might like, you say, for another four years, yeah, I course. think, anyway. Without a um, doubt. But my worry is the future of, of not only... I mean, you're, we're going to talk about Europe later, but Macron is is uh, puffing his feathers up into it, and, and other people around Europe. In mm. Poland, it's going very... If he, should I say to, his, to be fair,
1: he was given uh, he was given plenty of He was he by, was, he by he our was. own prime minister.
0: But again, at this point about you know um, politics. First of all, we, we went back to Corbyn. we he's got elected it was the, the world of can you trust a politician anymore? So then Corbyn came along, fighting allegedly for the left wing of the party mm. and, the, and the people on the ground. And it's, it's a changing world, isn't it? And politics has changed so much. You can't be just like a good man in charge anymore. It's got to be backed up by social media. It's got to be backed up by the, the media, the, or the old media I, think, well. there's
1: a, yeah, I think the it's one gone thing... It's gotten weird. I know it's changed, but I still believe that at the end of the day, there's got to be a calibre of the person. The person has got to have a certain calibre. Um, and, and Trump is not anywhere near... He's nowhere near that. But guy. he's
0: had the he's, finger on that know. button to blow up the whole world yeah, for the last four
1: years. I know he has. No one's been more shocked than me. I was shocked he won that election because he was so behind. He'd had the Access Hollywood tape. I wouldn't have thought there'd have been a woman in America that and could have voted. voted for him. But yet he managed to so get a, a good section it, of the female vote. Is it
0: people across the world are getting more gullible? Um, perhaps in the conspiracy world you know dumbed down because all the chemtrails trails are flying above us no
1: I think I think, um, I think social media is poisoning everything I think that Facebook has done so much damage over the last 10 years it's untrue I think it's brainwashed people it's, it's made certain and th- this whole conspiracy theory thing where they 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 think they know more than you do. It empowers people yeah. who are otherwise are bit lost in life, yeah. you know. And and to say this uh, with with Trump, he he's a mobster. I mean, he's he's run. When you've seen some of the conversations, there was that tape recording that got leaked with Michael Cohen. Oh, and you know that noticed that Michael Cohen's not got a pardon because he he spoke not out right, against yeah. him. I mean, he's he's run this like a mob boss. These yeah. pardons were dangled in exchange for you do something dodgy. For me, and I will make sure that I give you a get out of jail free card. And and Flynn, by the way, is a lunatic. Michael Flynn is an absolute lunatic, and the fact that he's been part, he got a pardon, is an affront to the justice system.
0: Well, I'll go back to what we used to laugh at third world countries and their banana republics. Mm. Uh, and as soon as it hit the Western world, we're not laughing at all the Eastern no. uh, side of Europe.
1: Well, to we laugh at, but we now can, it's here. Well, we can get onto that now. Um, it turned out on it, all the pardons and all the rest of the stuff and all the lunacy that's going on, and and the refusal to upset Biden, even though you've you've had the Electoral College vote and decide that he's the uh, he's the president elect. Um, you, He had the most bizarre meeting, Donald Trump, in the White House with uh, Sidney Powell, his Chief of Staff, loads of other people that are coming forward. It seemed like uh, it was almost like a conspiracy, uh, some sort of weird conspiracy nutcase meeting. It's like some convention for nutters that he held. And uh, maybe we can have a look at, at what transpired.
6: All right. Now to that extraordinary rebuke from top military leaders pushing back against the talk of imposing martial law that's reportedly swirling inside the Trump White House, the secretary of the army and the army chief of staff having to release a joint statement saying in part, quote, there is no role for the U.S. military in determining the outcome of an American election. It is remarkable that military officials are even having to say this, but that is the response. After multiple reports, Trump asked about the option on Friday uh, during an Oval Office meeting about overturning the election. Trump says the reporting is wrong. One person attending Friday's meeting was Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn. Now, the day before that meeting, this is what Flynn said, watch.
7: He could immediately, on his order, seize every single one of these machines around the country on his order within the swing states. If he wanted to, he could take military capabilities and basically rerun an election in each of those states. I mean, it's not unprecedented. I mean, these people out there talking about martial law, it's like it's something that we've never done. We've done, martial law has been instituted 64, 64 times.
6: That is a former U S general calling for martial law to rerun an election In this country. Joining me now is retired Army General Barry McCaffrey, a former National Security Council uh, member. Thank you so much, General McCaffrey, for joining us. I'm curious to get your thoughts, first of all. How alarming do you find this talk of martial law?
7: We've never heard anything like it since 1860. Uh, I was personally horrified watching Mike Flynn, uh, who was a terrific intelligence officer uh, during the War on Terror who now acting in a demented fashion, seizing uh, ballot boxes, the armed forces in charge of unilaterally conducting elections in swing states, this is thuggery, this is third world behavior. By the way, the armed forces will never in any way take part. But what we don't wanna do is find out what happens when the commander in chief tells the acting secretary of defense to pull something like this off. So I think what we get back to is the responsibility of Republican senators in particular is going to be heavy in history if they don't go to the president in public and back him down from this criminal conversation.
6: General, what do you think is the thinking right now among top military officials? I understand your your you know, your point about they will never do this. But at the end of the day, what happens when given the order, as you mentioned, because they will be given the order and they will be then tormented between following an order they may think is illegal and having to resign. So what do you think they're thinking?
7: Well, there'll be no torment whatsoever. If they get an order that is clearly illegal, they have lawyers, both military and civilian, who will rule on it. This would be patently unconstitutional. They simply won't do it. But then the question becomes, will the Congress get engaged? Will the Supreme Court get engaged? Uh, Will Trump start firing generals until he finds somebody that would move? By the way, I might add, that acting Secretary of Defense, retired lieutenant colonel, uh, will bear a heavy responsibility. The chairman of the JCS has no command authority over the armed forces. Two civilians do, Trump and Chris Miller. So we need the Senate, Republicans in particular, to step up and not in private, but in public and say, we're not going there with you.
0: It reminds me, Mike, of Argentina in the seventies. Yeah, it's exactly it's, the same. It
1: it's could exactly be the horrific. I and mean, th- this meeting apparently was—you had Sidney Powell, you had a load of conspiracy theory nutcases who've been yeah. helping him con- and helping him conspire with all these court cases. Which you know, he's lost sixty court cases. You know, how many? How much money has been wasted on that? But it's not his money, is it? Because morons have been sending him money to do this, and he's pocketed some of it and spent a little bit on these token court cases so it looks like he's doing something even though he knows he's going to lose but the they they had a meeting there and mark meadows is the chief of staff and he is the most conservative guy you do look into what he's done over the years you'll find quotes off him he's he's everything that a proper hard right conservative um would be And he was the voice of reason in that room. And all the cases, all the reports of this that have leaked out are all the same, so I do believe it. And he was begging them not to go down this route. He was saying, if you do this, you're going to destroy this country you're going to cause that many problems you'll go down in history and be demonized whereas if you just walk away now you'll still have certain people that that really worship you think you're the best thing ever i mean even that guy um, greg kelly off um, newsmax he, he describes him as this once in a generation leader you know like it's really bizarre but there are people who think that so if he does walk away now and go, right, well, it was rigged. i have give up, though. I've, I've had to concede. Then at least uh, he, he walk away with that. If he tries this and it fails, he's going to end up in jail. And, I mean, he might end up in jail anyway because of the tax stuff, but he will definitely end up in jail if he, he's at the wrong end of a failed coup because they, they're not going to go along with it. I don't believe the American armed forces are going to go along with this the Mother? guy lost an election Mother? Yeah, and I don't believe they would no I have to believe that and I think most Americans uh, believe that you can't believe you're in a country where someone can win an election by 8 million popular votes and then the other guy tells the army to, to overturn it well, uh, keep
0: your eyes peeled yeah, on certain American news shows and listen to this show here every week. It's Normally on a Thursday night live every Thursday at 9 o'clock. However, uh, because it's Christmas, it's slightly different this week and so it's been pre-recorded and it's actually going out live now, to be honest with you, but it will go out tomorrow, today. Thursday, nine, Thursday nine o'clock.
1: Simple as that. You haven't got a clue what's
0: going on, have you I do. Um, Are you trying? I, I do try. Um, um, weird
1: tie. Talk of which, you got on tonight. It's, it's a tie. It's a part of the shirt. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's, yeah, it's oh. part of the shirt. Yeah, it's a, t- a shirt with a, a built-in tie. tie. It's got a tie. It's built in. Look, the shirt. It's there. See, it's it's part of it. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's new. It's in a way but sartorial it's fashion. Al- elegance. You fashion. know not fashion just, just it's cool it's what cool people wear shirts with built in ties it's the way forward trust cool, me cool people wear in fact if any of you out there manufacture these kind of uh, shirts with built in ties uh, I, I would be it. more than happy to uh, show the branding of the shirt on a regular basis yeah. Um, yeah. in the same way I'd be happy Absolutely. to show my phone or uh, any anything you want to give yeah. me money for to promote on this show <laughs> <coughs> we we you yes. a bit of advertising, a bit S-
0: nice. So, we will be back in the first week of January. Uh, this is the last show of the year. We do again, I want to piece myself, but we do thank each and every one of you for checking us out, uh, for subscribing. Over 100,000 views in six weeks. I don't know how many subscribers we've got. Let's have a quick look. Over three and a half thousand subscribers. Thank you, each and every one of you. Um, it's a shorter show it's it's as not well. Bad. This, uh, it's not bad. This, it's not all. bad at all. Not bad not at all. At not bad at all. Not too short. It's down to you guys. You guys end of the story it's down to you guys I right. thought we were dead clever I thought it was all us no it's not are you sure um, Talk of places in a mess uh, and places like a corrupt and I've heard cronies of, around. I've heard of the places I think we're going to look somewhere and we're going to look at this country Yeah, um, we're going to look at France and look at what's going on there I mean we
1: th- saved the best till last
0: yeah uh, Boris said uh, this came out on TV he said there's 190 trucks stuck on the motorway <laughs> oh, sorted. Yeah. Fancy lifted it there was a
1: thousand. Do you know it how I many's in this three thousand eight hundred trucks in that in the lorry at park? The time though, there's a thousand. Yeah. He's just he's just absolutely mental, and I don't know what. To say. So
0: France is saying now, and it's um, that you've got to have passed the test of not having COVID to enter the, the country. Yep. Is he being clever here with Brexit negotiations? No, Macron, or is he?
1: Oh no, he is.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course he is
1: is Yeah, and wouldn't you do this? Oh, he's getting his own back. So just in case anybody hasn't actually um, missed any of this, and you've been on the moon or somewhere, our amazing prime minister, who for five weeks we've been screaming on this show going, why are you relaxing the conditions for social distancing and bubbles and all the rest of it? Why are you relaxing the conditions for Christmas, for five days so that we can cause a massive COVID spike heading into January, which then will tie up all the hospital staff and all the healthcare staff at the exact time where you want them to be administering the injections and the, the vaccine. And and we were screaming about it every week. Yeah. It's madness, it's yeah. madness. And then basically towards the end of this week, last week, he, um, he got all the scientists literally telling him, look, this is going to be worse than you could possibly imagine. You have to cancel Christmas. So instead of going on TV and going, oh, whoopsie, never mind. Um, It is a bit worse than I thought. I'm sorry about that, but we are going to have to curtail this and we're going to have to cancel the uh, arrangements we've made. he, He went on and because we got a variant of it here that's spreading slightly faster... Well, that variant is it's in other faster. countries. It is a lot faster, to be fair. Yeah, but it's in other countries as well. It's not just in the UK. This variant is there. It, we didn't have the same strain of it by the time it hit the UK from from Wuhan. It had, it had mutated a little bit. That's the nature of viruses. So, what does he? What's a good idea? I know. Let's go on TV and address the nation and say that you've got to cancel Christmas because we've got a super strain of the covid virus as i watched this i i actually said in the room i was watching it and this is going to be catastrophic we're going to end up probably shut off from the rest of the world who are going to not want any transport delivery goods or anything else and yeah we at Monday, and by Monday we were we were an island, yeah. And and God, Boris actually managed to give us a taste of a No Deal Brexit early. Instantly,
0: and when he said super strain, I thought mutant, and then I thought X Men. It's crazy. And I thought crazy oh, language. This why use crazy that language? language. Crazy, it? yeah.
1: Yeah, part of the reason you you you. Vote for people because you trust them, and you go. These are intelligent people. I'm voting for them to represent me in parliament and run the. Yeah, he does pig Latin. He doesn't. He doesn't say it properly. Half of the stuff he says is wrong, but no, no one pulls him up on it because they can't be bothered because they think it's a dead language, you know. But the at the end of the day, he. You trust people, you elect them, and you think, well, this is somebody I know who's been in politics a long time who run the, who run the country. So so how, how stupid have but, you got to be to, to do how what he's that
0: done? I, mean, I just want to add a little something to this. It's not really about about France and reopening to the trucks. It's, it's about the Cornish fishermen. Cornwall and many fishermen up the East Coast as well voted for Brexit mm. because they saw their... Uh, waters being taken over by Spain, by France, by Denmark, yeah. by, by Iceland, and they didn't think it was fair. Mm. It looks like the Brexit deal, if it does come through, will have watered down the thing, and this thing about sovereignty, which we've talked about before, yeah. about control of your own waters. Yeah. Well, the EU still going to be there, so you voted for something oh, no. which you're not going to get, ever going to get.
1: Why? Stupid stupid do we feel stupid yet you should do if you did go along with this and you voted for this and then even when all the truth of it all started to spiral out you were allowed to make a mistake by the way and vote to leave and then realise later on oh dear me I didn't have all the facts and change your mind that's fine but if you were still on board with that with that ship of fools at this stage then I feel really sorry for you because you have had enough information now to make an informed choice and change your mind on that <coughs> however the the, the 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 question about sovereignty that I've been arguing on this show for years now, sovereignty doesn't exist because we live in a global economy that doesn't allow. ...sovereignty as such. However, if you actually do want to get down to the subject of sovereignty... ...and the EU robs you of your sovereignty... ...well, it's funny, isn't it? Because France and Denmark, etc, etc, all these countries... ...seem to have a bloody good control of the sovereignty this weekend... ...when they decided arbitrarily, without referring to the EU whatsoever... ...to shut the borders and not allow us in. So, if they've not got sovereignty they certainly pulled off a lovely bit of smoke and mirrors yeah you know to stop our super strain but let's have a look at least we've made some progress today so if we can have a look at a video now uh things uh, are slightly getting a bit better but not totally
8: how easy will this test system be to implement is the chaos likely to continue even now the border is reopening because there are really a long line of trucks at the border
2: yeah good morning and I think that's exactly the point. I mean at the last count, there was something like three thousand lorries backed up in southeast England of the, i think about half of that pretty close to the to the port. so that's going to take an awful lot of time to to get through in terms of the testing regime itself, I mean that seems to be part of the reason why that we had this sort of somewhat perplexing delay in getting a resolution which in that the the French side wanted uh, the more comprehensive tests and uh, the British side wanted the speedier test. I think in the end they've gone for the speedier test. Uh, and I guess it remains to be seen just how fast they can get through that backlog before, of course, the December 31st deadline, uh, which is looming rather fast.
8: Yeah, it certainly is. What kind of chaos does this kind of show us what a no-deal Brexit could look like? Would this, is this what it would be, or could it get even worse?
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm hesitant to make predictions because we're still at the stage where we haven't actually got a Brexit deal. So so it's very difficult. I mean, at the moment, those talks are centering around what looks like about £60 million worth of fish. Um, but uh, the, the reality is that if we don't get a deal in the next few days, that's going to be very hard to get that ratified and through the various parliaments uh, before that December 31st deadline. So I think Even if we get a deal, um, there's likely to be some problems at the border for some time, partly because of this backlog, but partly also because they're really leaving the deal until the very last possible second.
8: On Sunday, the chief scientific advisor for the government said that more parts of England would have to face Tier 4 restrictions. Now, The Sun is reporting that this could actually happen as soon as today. Boris Johnson and his team actually mulling with, with whether or not to do this. Is that... What we potentially can expect as of today, more parts of the United Kingdom are going to be having uh, tier four restrictions.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it certainly seems to be heading in that direction. Again, the government has, has tended to be... <laughs> to sort of flip-flop a little bit on this as new evidence emerges. And again, particularly with this new variant, there's no real sense of, um, well, just how far it has spread. Uh, there's some concerns about the impactivity levels, obviously. Uh, but at the moment, you know, it's partial data they're working with. On the other hand, there's a big political price to pay for cancelling Christmas, as they call it. Um, and so they're sort of trying to find this balance between the two where people can enjoy some sort of family gatherings, but hopefully without you know, obviously causing super spreader events. Um, I think given what's happened over the last week or so, particularly with London and the Southeast and the sort of comments that we've had from the scientists and from the, the politicians, it does seem quite likely. But I'm, I'm hesitant to say it will definitely happen.
1: Well, I'm not hesitant to say it'll definitely happen. It'll definitely happen. What you're going to get is we're going to get through the next week or so and we're going to hit the beginning of January and we'll be all in a national lockdown there you go and we're in a national lockdown we probably should have gone in one about a month or two ago and it would have it would have it would have put this down it would have kept it under control and then we'd have been in we did instead of been planning to avert the catastrophe that january is going to be we could have just been marshalling all our efforts at just rolling out the vaccine and getting as many people done as possible because that's the only way this is going to end this nightmare has to end and it can only end with the vaccines and we're lucky we've got four at least that are 90% effective and that will deal with this variant. And by the way, it's not a super strain. It's a variant. It's a variant. Yeah. It's slightly less scary language, isn't it?
0: On on that note, we'll say our goodbyes. It's a shorter show this week, uh, but we will be back in the first week of January. Um, Don't forget, don't forget, tell your friends, subscribe. It helps us a lot, immensely, just for our pride, really. Um, True, isn't it? Yeah no, no. Right, okay, I can't bye, I bye. argue with that really. Eat plenty of cake with some salted caramel on it, because oh, it'll it do you some now. good. Uh and we'll see you next week,
1: Mike. Next, two just, weeks. Just, yeah, two weeks. We'll be back and just take care, just try and enjoy it. If you're in it, if you, anything you can do, just enjoy yourself, watch TV, watch some films, try and forget about all this because at the end of the day, it is gonna be all right. I know we do a lot of doom and gloom, but at the end of the day, this is all going to be okay. The doctors, the healthcare uh, professionals, they've done wonders. Just concentrate on this one positive thing. There has never been a vaccine, never mind three or four vaccines developed in such a short period of time. It's a wonder uh, the human nature that we've managed yeah. to get through this, and it's something to celebrate. And it's going to fix us this time next year. We're going to have a nice Christmas, and it's all going to be okay.
0: Little nothing to talk about.
1: Well, I'm sure something will happen. Yeah. See you next week,
0: or oh, two weeks.